1: Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Singapore Airlines posted its Q3 earnings this week, where its net profit was up 4.9% to 659 million Singapore dollars. And that's as North Asia markets fully reopen to robust passenger demand. But despite the uptick, though, investors, they weren't pleased. Shares of SIA tumbled as much as 9.4% during early trading following the results after hitting a six month high the day prior. So what led to the disappointment. And the biggest question is, while it's a great way to fly, is it a good share to buy? Well, to find out more, joining us on the phone today is Isaac Lim, who is joining me in the studio this afternoon. Hi Isaac, welcome to the show.
0: Hi Hongbin. good afternoon. Thanks for having me here today.
1: Thank you for joining me. Isaac, you know, Singapore Airlines is the topic that we're going to discuss today. It recorded a net profit of $659 million for the third quarter that ended December 31st and I mean it was rising 4.9% from the corresponding year ago period what drove this uptick
0: From a technical perspective, Mm -hmm. of course, I really like to say that it's one of those buy on Mm rumour, sell on news kind of uh, event, right? But of course, having said that, to back it up a bit, right, if we were to take a more broad-based view of this entire episode, Mm -hmm. right, I think one of the key drivers is actually seasonality. Mm. So if you were to look at the upwards drive of prices Mm -hmm. of SIA, especially coming out from the COVID reopening, Mm -hmm. right, or rather the global reopening, and then of course the easing of the VTF or the vaccination, Mm -hmm travel framework right we actually see that si share price tends to trend upwards in may to june Mm. and then of course more recently towards the end of december it was like more november Mm -hmm. 2023 all the way to january 2024 more of a
1: travel period correct yeah so
0: it's a seasonality of traveling Mm. yeah more people are actually flying in and out of Mm -hmm. singapore But of course, having said that, more inwards looking, Mm -hmm. right, back in Singapore, we see tourism events from last year towards Mm. the, I think, towards the end of the second half of last year. We actually had a mega K-pop festival, which I'm not sure you attend the K-pop festival. (laughs) I
1: didn't (laughs) know it was happening, (laughs) but yes.
0: Yeah, but there were stars from Big Bang, I think, Mm. the K-pop group. And um, yeah, that sort of attracted fans from across the region Mm -hmm. as well right and of course september is our highlight in terms uh-huh. of the tourism industry we have our singapore f1 night mm-hmm. race yeah so i think all these things under the seasonality effect sort of mm-hmm. uh, drove the price Upwards.
1: Okay. Yeah. But you know, despite this performance in Q3, shares of Singapore Airlines, they tumbled 9.4% during early trading following the announcement. So why this fall in share prices? Why were investors disappointed? I think
0: it's not so much of a disappointment okay. per se. If you to look at a broad economy mm. as a whole, Singapore's real GDP mm. actually rose, even though it was marginal, but mm. we still age higher. So all in, our GDP, our country, our economy is still doing relatively well compared to other countries mm-hmm. around the world. But I think from a trading perspective most investors would probably be taking profits, especially Mm -hmm. if they got in early at the start of the uptrend in prices, Mm -hmm. sometimes, say, in November, December last year.
1: I see. I mean, following the results as well, several analysts, they've downgraded the stock itself. Some even saw Bloomberg's consensus expectations on SIA's financial performance may have also, quote, run ahead of reality. What are your views? I mean, do you expect more headwinds for SIA? SIA following the latest earnings announcement or do you expect growth for SIA going forward
0: I think to take a very fair and balanced approach right a risk based approach for an airlines company right especially one that deals in tourism right there will always be headwinds that mm-hmm. faces such a company but Having said that, um, Mm -hmm. with SIA being our national carrier, I think the right way of approaching it is that this SIA will always have what I call a steady state growth. So, Mm -hmm. yes, the app and flows may move with time. Sometimes it grows faster, Mm -hmm. sometimes it grows slower. But at the end of the day, I think if you look at the group as a whole over the past decades, over the years, Mm -hmm. right, it has been growing. And Mm -hmm. I think what is really impressive with the management of SIA is that looking at the most recent major event, which would be COVID, right? Mm. So I think over the past few earnings announcement, SIA management has actually made it very clear that one of their recurring theme was actually to be first off the block, mm. right? So the moment when air travel was going to resume, when countries were starting to ease restrictions, we actually saw that SIA was one of the first few airlines that actually The skies, Mm -hmm. right They took to the skies And they started Taking in more passengers As well So headwinds Yes, I think it's fair For analysts to say Run ahead of reality I think as mentioned earlier it's more of the seasonality effect and I still do have that confidence in SI going Mm,
1: forward okay you know just a side note here I mean you talked about seasonality just now and earlier as well in our conversation and you did mention how there was a K-pop festival and the F1 uh, event that drew tourism here in Singapore later in the year in a couple of weeks I believe Taylor Swift is coming to Singapore (laughs) no I was it's not even to secure any <laughs> tickets, but I mean... Maybe Singapore- you can have her here as <laughs> well. Maybe, if she allows that. But I mean, Taylor Swift, her tour, Singapore is the only destination here in Southeast Asia that she's having her tour. Mm-hmm. So could we expect Singapore Airlines shares to also be impacted by this or their you know overall earnings?
0: I think that is actually a very interesting comparison that you've actually put out. Right. Uh, not too long ago, I saw on Bloomberg, mm-hmm. one, one analyst was quoted to have said, uh, if you want to look at a state of the US economy, look yeah. at how much is being. Spent on Taylor Swift concerts. <laughs> right? And what's also amazing is mm-hmm. that um, with Taylor Swift, I think her first performance is on 2nd of March.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I, you you must be. I'm not a Swifty,
0: I'm not a Swifty, but I do I do try uh-huh. to keep myself relevant, right? Mm-hmm. If not, I don't think my colleagues will really want to talk to me. <laughs> but yeah, so I think not just the fact that Taylor Swift is holding her concert here mm-hmm. in Singapore, and it's the only country within this region, yeah. but I think the, the fact that you know she is going the to have, I think, six shows Mm -hmm. here, an extended period, goes to show that, you know, this Singapore as sort of an idol hub, so Mm. to say, is starting to be ingrained in the region, Uh right? There are already a lot of memes and comparisons on the (laughs) internet between uh, Singapore's tourism industry and Hong Kong's tourism industry. But yeah, having said that, I think with the Command uh, the number of fans, mm-hmm. the Swifties that you know Taylor Swift commands. I think we definitely will see more regional tourists coming in. Right. They may not fly the full carrier flight on SIA, mm-hmm. right? Unless they really want the comfort. But of course, you know there's always alternatives like Scoot.
1: Mm, yeah, which yeah. is also
0: part of the SIA group.
1: I mean, if they spent too much on merchandise, then they could offer, go for the budget carrier suit. Yeah. If not, they could go for <laughs> Singapore Airlines. But let's go back to the stock yeah. itself. <laughs> you know, um, prior to the announcement, those shares of SIA were actually running high, mm. even hitting a six-month high the day prior to the result as well. So was the drop in share prices just, you know, a knee-jerk, reaction to the announcement or is the slump long-term how are shares faring at the moment and what's your outlook on shares in the year ahead
0: I think it's a bit too early to call it a slum. I would be a bit cautious of that. I wouldn't want to give my views too too (laughs) prematurely. right? But I think this drop is exactly like what you said. This knee jerk reaction is more, for me, uh, more of a profit-taking approach. right? Especially if you bought SIA shares sometime in November, October last year and then you take profit just on the morning of the announcements, um, you would actually already have captured quite an amount of profits off the table. So definitely for me, Right, this sudden drop after the announcement is more of sell upon the news kind of thing to profit take. Mm -hmm. From a technical price point perspective, right, my outlook on SIA shares is that as long as we are holding above the 635 Mm -hmm. price level, I expect price to actually continue trend upwards. Right, but of course, having said that, the moment we break the 635 level, the next strong support that I see is actually the five. Mm. Um, Yeah, so that's from a technical perspective, more from a fundamental perspective, again, to link this back to one of the earlier questions Uh about the headwinds Mm. that, you know, SIA as a group would face. In the travel industry, of course, there will be very obvious, not just seasonality, but, you Mm -hmm. know, um, geopolitical tensions. So a very good example will be, I think, back in February 2022, Mm -hmm. when uh, Russia first invaded Ukraine, the Western nations started to cut off, you know, the airspace to Russia. Sure. Right. So tourism there kind of dipped, and that also affected supply chain. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, uh, one of our ministers, Minister Chan Chun Sing, actually had to come out to the media and say, you know, hey, don't worry. Even though we get most of our eggs from Ukraine, right. we still have other sources. Yep. So these are some of the um, geopolitical tensions worsen
1: uh-huh.
0: as the year progresses. This might be a bit of more headwind for SIA.
1: Mm. Okay, now let's move to the conversation about whether Singapore Airlines should be in our portfolios. You know, at the moment, I did some digging. Correct me if I'm wrong. So Singapore Airlines ratio of 11.34 times is above its peer average of 9.19 times, which kind of suggests the stock is trading at a higher price compared to the overall airlines industry. So... Isaac, for investors looking to buy SIA shares, is the stock still trading at a relatively cheap price or is now not such a good time to jump into the stock?
0: I would say, you know, definitely SIA's ratio is a lot higher than uh-huh. its peers. But let's try to look at it through a different set of lens, okay. right? It's an example. If you know that a product is good mm. as compared to a generally more subpar product, right, even if the good product prices were to be raised you would still tend yourself more to that product right because of the very fact that it generally brings about with it better brand image better quality product you know usability is there and even perhaps because of its good quality after sales customer care is there Uh as well so I really do believe that this ratio of 11.3 times that you mentioned Uh higher than its peer average best testament to the fact that SIA is still a good stock to Mm -hmm. add into your portfolio having said that that. Interestingly, I also went digging. Uh, I went to look back at the dividends that I announced. I think SI has been giving very consistent dividend payouts. So, from an investor point of view, I don't think this is something that you should want to avoid entirely from your Mm, portfolio I'm not asking you to go all in but you know (laughs) it's a good to have it's a good to have I see
1: I see but what kind of opportunities you know can investors look forward in SIA I mean let's say they're diving into the stock now what kind of trading factors can investors look out for
0: So I think fundamentally, uh, like you rightly pointed out right from the start, we have this SIA generates a lot of its revenue from North Asia, right? And coupled with recent announcements that, you know, now we have travel-free visa with China, right? These are good points that we can see an uptick in uh, passenger demand, right? At the same time, we have non-tangibles such as branding, Uh right? Uh, SIA has been consistently ranked as one of the best airlines in the world Mm. and safe ones as well. So that's from a fundamental point of view that, you know, investors can look forward to to bolster SIA share price. Technically, at the same time, SIA still has a very strong, in terms of share price, SIA, like I mentioned earlier, Mm. is still holding above a strong support level. So I think coupled with the price action, putting all things considered fundamentally, dividend payout, I think, yeah, these are some opportunities that investors can look forward to.
1: I mean, Isaac, though, you know, inflation still persists in the global economy Mm -hmm. and it is unlikely that oil prices would come back down to 2023 lows anytime soon. How will this impact Singapore Airlines going forward? Should investors be concerned?
0: I think the only way investors should be concerned is when SIA starts raising its air ticket prices and yeah. it's going to be a bit more expensive to
1: I mean, we can out. We have to look forward to that in 2026, I believe, right? Where mm. all airlines taking off from Singapore has yes. more... Carbon their, tax, yes, right? Yes, yeah. the tax
0: yes, increase. Right. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so I think when it comes to oil prices, yeah. it really will have to depend on how SIA hedges its fuel. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I did some um, research, right? It was reported previously that SIA used to have a five-year hedging cycle. So mm. it's a long-term thing. Which is good, Mm -hmm. right? But after COVID, it became a six-quarter or a a one-and-a-half-year cycle Mm -hmm. So at this point in time, it's actually covered till, I think, uh, FY 2024, 2025, Mm -hmm. right? But after that, right, that would be quite a bit of uncertainty In fact, in the latest earnings announcement, SIA actually did say that the hedging got a bit more expensive So definitely a cause of concern, but not something that investors can control as well
1: Okay, then are there any downside risks to SIA?
0: So as I mentioned earlier I think downside risk Definitely geopolitical events Uh And we just discussed The inflationary Mm. cost pressures Like oil prices Then of course One that investors Also have no control over Would be black swan events I mean Uh, COVID took us by surprise Right Last but not least I think one thing For investors to really look out for Uh Would be competitors Uh Right So I mean within the region SI is still very strong But having said that With all the code share agreements Uh Being signed And with the fact that You know this trickle-down um, mm. economy effect, right? Last I heard, I think Scoot Business also offers as good a service as uh, SIA's economy premium, right? <laughs> so there are actually people buying, opting more right. for Scoot Business as compared to paying the price yep. for SIA. So, yeah, so these are some of the things to consider.
1: Oh, then how can investors then mitigate these risks when investing in SIA?
0: I think at the end of the day, a lot of these factors are external factors Mm -hmm. because SIA being in the tourism industry, airlines, is what we consider a cyclical stock, right? So seasonality, Mm. all that. I think one way that investors can mitigate such risks would be to balance their portfolios Mm. in such a way that they actually have a nice ratio of defensive stocks and of course holding Mm. SIA shares. So defensive sectors like utilities, Mm. healthcare, you know, Singapore at the end of the day, aging economy. I'm sure you saw the budget speech, right? Right, so a lot of a lot of tidbits out there for yeah. for the older people, uh-huh. forty and above. I mean, I'm not that old, but you don't look <laughs> yeah, that old. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, so that is what investors should try to protect themselves by balancing their portfolios.
1: I see. Yeah. I see. We're almost out of time. So, oh. what else should investors look out for in the coming weeks that could move SIA shares?
0: I think again, look forward to the attractions uh-huh. that Singapore Tourism Board and our government is trying to bring in uh-huh. in terms of. Idols like Taylor Swift. I think we yeah recently we had co-play at Sharon, right? And of course the seasonality as we mm. go towards the Q2 of mm-hmm. this year, right? There will be the holidays to look out for as well. Yeah, so I think these are the usual stuff that investors can take a look at.
1: I see. Well, thank you so much, Isaac, for your You're time and your insights you. today. We've been speaking with Isaac Lim, who's a market strategist of Moomoo Financial Singapore. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's a w e d i o audio at the App Store and Google Play.